Former Chargers quarterback Ryan Leaf has said that running back Saquon Barkley is at the top of Jim Harbaugh's offseason shopping list, but does it actually make sense for the Chargers to add the star running back? You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up and welcome into the Locked On Chargers podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Wade, joined as always by my co-host, David Drogmeyer. And we've been covering the Chargers together now for eight seasons, but this is our sixth year as the host of the Locked On Chargers podcast, bringing you your team every day. Thank you to the everydayers for making us your first listen today. And to make sure you never miss the show, go subscribe or follow for free on the Locked On Chargers YouTube channel and listen wherever you get your podcast from. David, what do we got today? Well, Daniel, it's no secret that the Chargers running game has been abysmal the last couple of years. So would it be a possibility to bring in Saquon Barkley? Also, the Chargers do have a run game coordinator, but unfortunately, his name is not Greg Roman. And Keenan Allen, he definitely needs to be sticking around forever. And with the way that, you know, Jim Harbaugh has kind of glowingly talked about him, it seems like Keenan Allen is in the plans for 2024 and beyond potentially. But just because Jim Harbaugh said your name doesn't necessarily mean that your job is safe in 2024 as we get into the biggest storylines and overreactions on this buy or sell Tuesday. But today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs, who helps you find qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. David, it is buy or sell Tuesday. And the first one we have here today is spurred by the Chargers former number one quarterback, Ryan Leaf, obviously one of the biggest busts of all time, but has really turned things around and is now making the circuits and talked on Good Morning Football and said that Saquon Barkley is going to be at the top of Harbaugh's list in terms of what he wants to do with the running back position with him being a free agent. Barkley is going to be a free agent. We don't know what his future is going to be in New York, but the buy or sell is this. The Chargers should sign Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, this is an interesting one, right? Because, I mean, Saquon Barkley, big, big name. And, and, and when you look at it, you know, just at face value, he's 26 years old. Just three seasons of a thousand plus yards rushing, two seasons of thirteen hundred plus yard yeah. rushing, but also you have to look at the fact that he was on a franchise tag last year and he was making ten over ten million dollars per season. So we all know the Chargers do not have a lot of cap space. They are in the negative by a lot, and spending that kind of money on a running back, no matter who they are. I don't think it's very good business. So I am going to sell the fact that the Chargers should bring in Saquon Barkley. I think that they should be looking at trying to address that in the draft. I think they will address it in the draft. I just don't know if it's fiscally responsible to spend the amount of money that it would take to bring in a talent like Saquon Barkley. Yeah, the buyer sell was the, you know, Saquon Barkley makes the Chargers running game better. I would buy that all day, Same. but I'm here with you as far as I'm selling that they should go sign Saquon Barkley just as borderline kind of roster, just as a roster construction standpoint. Like, how can you, you know, value a running back that high with all the other holes that you're going to have to fill? Exactly. Like, it's just like, how can you make that, you know, claim that that guy is going to be what kind of takes your team over the top? It makes sense that the Chargers would be interested, right? We know with Jim Harbaugh, one of the things, especially with the coaching hires that they've made and the coaching hire we're going to talk about with their new run game coordinator, tight end coach, and Greg Roman being a hire, just we don't know what he's going to be yet. 
they obviously have a commitment to running the football. Like, and they're going to, but you know, potentially look for you know their Frank Gore, like in his old San Francisco 49ers day, or his Blake Corum, like he rode at Michigan. Right? That's what they do. They get big name running backs that are really bell cow running backs. But those teams also didn't have Justin Herbert on them, obviously. So maybe you don't need as big of a name. But I just don't know how they would make the money work in this situation. And I think this is a, a very interesting stat here from Arjun Manon on Twitter. But Saquon Barkley in 2023 amongst top 50 running backs. 44th in missed tackles forced per attempt, 26th in yards after contact per attempt, 36th in yards per attempt out of 50, third highest percentage of runs for zero or negative yards. Like that is not the kind of numbers you would be looking for if you're talking about paying a running back double digit millions of dollars on an annual basis. Like, hey, is there something that can be worked out in the short term? Sure. I mean, like we've talked about before the show, like he's not a super old guy at this point. He's 26 years old. At the same time, he has averaged more, you know, the three of the last four seasons, he's averaged 4.0 yards per carry or less. Obviously, one of those was 2020 where he tore his ACL and played in two games. So really small sample size. But at least two of the last three years, right, sub 4.0 yards per carry. The thing that makes it kind of hard to parse as far as how much of that is his fault, David, is their offensive line is obviously terrible. So, like, hey, if you're going yards after contact, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, have anything to do with the offensive line. That's a one-on-one type of a thing and same with you know missed tackles forced you could still have a bad offensive line and force a ton of missed tackles and still have a low yards per carry but it's kind of hard to parse how much is you know Saquon just doesn't have that same juice or just being kind of derailed by a terrible offensive line yeah and I mean looking at the offensive line for the Chargers the offensive line for the Chargers wasn't very good (laughs) in the run blocking department last year either so there's no guarantee that you bring in a guy like Saquon Barkley and you get the type of results that you expect that you're going to get that you are going to have to pay for because of the name value. So the Chargers have a lot of overhauling they need to do on their offensive line before they really think about spending the type of money that it would require to bring Saquon into the building and get the type of output that you think you're going to get in that investment. Yeah, and I mean, how how can you justify spending that? That's the word I was searching for earlier. Hang with me, I'm sick. But like, if you look at the running back contracts and the big ones that have been handed out, right? You have Christian McCaffrey, 16 million, Kamara, 15 Jonathan Taylor, 14, Derrick Henry, 12 and a half, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Josh Jacobs. Those are the top seven paid running backs. Two of those guys was in the top 10 in rushing yards last year. It right, was Christian McCaffrey. And Derrick Henry. Those there were the top two, but they were the only two of the top seven running backs that made it on that list for injury right. or other reasons, right? I mean, only three of those guys was in the top 25 of rushing yards in 2023. Jesus. So just paying a, a running back top dollar like that just – from a roster, roster construction standpoint, is just not something I'm going to be a huge fan of, right? Yeah. I, I think you need somebody, obviously. And that's what kind of brings us to our next buy or sell here, David, because I think we all do assume that the running game is going to be better. But this is one that you brought up, which is a good buy or sell, which is the Chargers will have a top 10 rushing attack in 2024. Yeah, I'm going to buy this one, and, and and it's just because of Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, this is one of the core things that he brings to the table Every single place that he goes, he establishes a strong, physical, and effective running game. Also, you got Greg Roman that's joining the staff in some kind of capacity. This guy is somewhat of a running game savant. I mean, say what you want about his ability to to call passing plays and and all that, but all he's done is get 
tremendous results running the football. And also, you kind of have a conglomerate here of Ravens type of personnel when you yeah. have Jim, uh, you know, with his brother John, of course, Greg, and now Joe, Hort Joe Hortiz, the, the general manager. All those guys can now have the opportunity to really kind of talk about hand pick the next type of running back that they want that's going to fit perfectly in the system that Jim Harbaugh and his offensive staff is going to run. So just based off of that, those merits and, you know, just the uh, things that we've seen, I, I am going to say that they're going to have a top 10 unit in, in crazy. the next season. I know it's crazy to say, but uh, I just the track record speaks pretty high volumes for me. It's crazy, and it's really hard for me to sell it. And it really is just, a, a, you know, kind of a blind faith in the guys that they're bringing in. Like, if Greg Roman's the OC, it feels like almost impossible that they won't have it, right? Yeah. Just based on what his track record is, based on Jim Harbaugh's track record, obviously. But we're talking about a team last year for the Chargers that was 25th in yards per game, 27th in yards per carry. The year before that, 30th in yards per game, 30th it. in yards per carry. So to do that with the Chargers, uh, you know, rushing attack would be – crazy right yeah. it would be like an astronomical increase in efficiency and it yeah. could happen right i i guess i'm buying it i don't know man like i i feel like i'm buying it and it feels crazy that i'm buying it <laughs> maybe that's just how much I, I you know because it's like you don't know who the running back's gonna be i you know. don't have tight that's ends the craziest, block. The craziest so part. maybe i'm selling it oh, man it, it's tough i think that's a really good buy or sell I mean, it would be, feel a lot better if we knew what the personnel was going to look like. Of course. Gerald Everett in free agency. And maybe we'll revisit this later on. Agency. But. Sure, but it doesn't feel out of the question, yeah. and that is crazy. And a guy that could be a big part of that is the Chargers' new tight end coach slash run game coordinator, and that's not Greg Roman. We're talking about Andy Bischoff, who the Chargers poached from the Giants. So we're going to talk about him and also if – Greg Roman's not the run game coordinator. Does that make him the favorite OC? There's a lot still up in the air, and we're going to get into it right after this. First, though, I do need to tell you guys that it's time to talk about LinkedIn Jobs because LinkedIn Jobs is the best place to get any of your new hires at the start of this new year. And every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that'll take my business to the next level in 2024? And LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. My wife's a recruiter. I wish she looked at me the same way she looked at LinkedIn Jobs because she absolutely loves it. And the quality of the candidates is always something that stands out to her, right? Because especially at the start of a new year, you want to find somebody that's going to be not only good at their job, but that's going to be a good fit. You don't want a cancer in the locker room, so to speak, right? Building a job, recruiting, hiring, football, it's all the same, right? But it's why LinkedIn is the number one rated by small businesses in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors because it's so easy to find the right candidate that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. So right now you can go post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I also want to wish everyone a happy Super Bowl to everyone who celebrates from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, you basically determine your Super Bowl party by which has the best food. So I already know where I'm going to be attending my Super Bowl party this year, but it's about grabbing your favorite snacks. It's about grabbing the best place on the couch, and it's about grabbing the best beds that are available on FanDuel. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end your season with a W or two or three because you could be betting on which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. Some of the ones that I'm looking at outside of the kick of destiny where you can get your share of $10 million if you guess if Rob Gronkowski can make this 25-yard field goal are 
Chris Jones and Nick Bosa getting at least half of a sack in this game at plus 200. That's great odds. And new customers today, you can join and get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. All you have to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook of the NFL. David, let's get into more buy or sell here. But first, we need to talk about the new hire that the Chargers made as a lot of this coaching staff is still up in the air. I mean, there are a lot of positions that are still in flux right now. But we do know, according to Football Scoop and Aaron Wilson, who the Chargers tight end coach is going to be. We did see that Kevin Coger was the guy that got poached already from the staff. We knew he wasn't going to be back. Now we know who it's going to be. And it's going to be Andy Bischoff, someone who, spoiler alert, has ties with the Harbaugh family, has ties with the Ravens, and he's not only going to be their new tight end coach, but he's their tight end coach slash run game coordinator. Yeah, he uh, was uh, working as an assistant tight ends coach and an offensive assistant with the Baltimore Ravens from 2015 to 2020, and also was the tight ends coach for the Houston Texans, the Chicago Bears, and most recently the New York Giants, which is why he is now a part of the Chargers organization with the caveat of getting the, uh, the title of run game coordinator because that is looked at as a promotion in title, which uh, kind of allows them to allow him to go out there and interview and for the Chargers to hire him and bring him on. To make what would be normally a lateral move. I have seen reports that the Giants let him out of their contract. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of people jumping ship from the Giants over the last two years. I mean, that's, you know, I don't blame him. Uh, It's easy to see why this was important, though, because He is someone that helps you as far as getting that familiarity with the kind of offense that you're going to build because it's not just about, you know, the individual grooming of a tight end and can you kind of develop these tight ends into great players, right? What it also is, is these tight ends being involved in the running game, right? Because that's such a huge part of it. Just like an offensive line coach, you have to have the run game coordinator to kind of get everyone knowing who they're supposed to block, who's getting who at the second and level. how much did we complain about that over the last few years, Daniel? My goodness. I mean, I know they tried to fix the, the blocking tight end position with Trey McKitty, but I don't remember the last time they had a quality blocker at the tight end position that yeah. you could really say this guy was an asset in the running game. Even the thing is, too, is just like even with Trey McKitty, right? Maybe one of the ultimate didn't get developed or just got the pick totally wrong. It's always hard to know exactly how much blame is to be shared for each of those sides. But at the same time, that is another part of why a tight end coach slash run game coordinator would be so important because the coordination in the Chargers running game last year was just really bad. So if you have someone like this that at least spent six seasons with John Harbaugh in Baltimore, knows exactly what they're asking of their tight ends, not only in the running game, in the passing game, right? But also just how they're supposed to play, who they're supposed to get as far as their blocks, how they're expected to play that position. This is someone that knows all those things. And as you brought it to me before the show, hey, he does have experience with Mark Andrews as his assistant tight ends coach. So he does have a guy there where, hey, maybe he helped groom him to become, you know, one of the best tight ends in the league right now. But what this also means, David, though, is that the kind of dream that fans had of Greg Roman not being the Chargers offensive coordinator. Mine included. <laughs> coming in as, you know, like, hey, you don't have to make him OC. You could just make him the, you know, tight end coach. Maybe you can make him the run game coordinator. Assistant but head coach. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, the assistant head coach thing is still alive. Still but we know at grabs. least, you know, that's not going, yeah. they're not going to be able to slot him in necessarily as at least specifically a run game coordinator, which is like when you have his pedigree would be one, what you would want if you don't want him to be OC. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things you, you look at here with Greg Roman and, and now with Andy Bischoff being the run game coordinator is that unfortunately now we know that that position is filled and it is not by Greg Roman. So the very next thought is, okay, well, what is Greg Roman going to do? What is his yeah. role going to be with the Chargers? And I think uh, obviously your mind goes to that one place that we all, honestly, I think we all kind of know at this point. It, yeah, I mean, it depends who you ask because the reports about it have been about as all over the place as I've Very seen any mixed, kind yeah. of. But the thing is, though, is like, okay, you have you now have your run game coordinator set up and a tight ends coach because Greg Roman has been a tight ends coach in the past, yeah. too. So the fit there would have made a lot of sense. You also could have, you know, made the argument that, okay, maybe Greg Roman's offensive line coach and run game coordinator, right? Because he has yeah. history with that, too. But you know who the offensive line coach is now, and it's Mike, yeah. Devlin. Mike Devlin. Also, yeah. you're getting guys who have worked under Greg Roman. Like, you're yes, getting exactly. former assistants and these guys filling these positions who have filled positions that were the same or very similar to that under Greg Roman, who was their offensive coordinator at the time, right? Yeah. So that's why the next buy or sell is this. We don't know yet. There's been so many conflicting reports, but if I'm making you buy or sell it right now, are you buying or selling that Greg Roman is currently the favorite to be the Chargers offensive coordinator? Yeah, I just don't know how you can come to any other type of conclusion other than buying the fact that I think he has the inside track to, to be the offensive coordinator. I just I think the writing's on the wall. They, the, the Chargers have only told us, uh, at least you know through other sources, that there's only been one other guy that has interviewed for offensive coordinator, and that is the Chargers' current passing game coordinator. We know it's Marcus not him. Brady. Yeah. yeah, so we know we it's know not it's him. Not going to him. Um, but like you just said, I mean, there's several guys that have worked under Greg Roman that is now being brought into the fold, which is kind of like... Like you're, you're seeing the cast of one of your favorite movies that's doing a, a, a sequel, right? And you see a lot of the same returning characters. Yeah. Well, a lot of the same returning characters from Greg Roman's staff is coming back together to form with the Chargers. So it just seems like that's the most likely scenario is that he's going to be the offensive coordinator. And he's just telling Jim, hey, I want that guy. I want that guy. Bring them all into the fold. These are the guys that I need to be able to execute my vision at its peak effectiveness. Yeah, and there, you know, have been some smaller kind of rumors and buzzing going around that he's a, a senior offensive senior assistant, offensive or assistant, yeah. you know, he could still potentially be associate head coach. All things that you would get, you know, an elder statesman of the game to kind right. of fill in those roles. Just feels like it's more significant than that. It, but at the same time, it's like, then why hasn't it happened? Right, right? name then, it. Right. Then say what's it, the whole say it specifically because right? it, it does also seem like these big names, the Ian Rappaports, the Adam Schefters, even they Jimmy said Fowler, it. walking it back are not ready to attach their name to Greg Rowan being the offensive coordinator, yet we're sitting here and it still feels like he's the favorite to be their offensive coordinator. So just it's just like... say it. <laughs> I mean, even Aaron Wilson, who used his reports today, he just kind of casually mentioned, you know, with Greg right. Rowan being the Chargers offensive coordinator, but no one else is willing to attach their name to it. So it does feel and like it's the most likely option, but, you know, at the same time, who knows, man? Like I, all I, the, But hoping. all of the other offensive coordinators are being named by Rappaport, by Schefter. They're saying, yeah. hey, this guy has been named offensive coordinator of such and such team, and that report specifically has not come out for the Chargers and Greg yeah. Rowan. No, yeah, nobody has has been willing to attach their and staple their name to it right now. And the Chargers, through this whole thing, have been super tight lipped. Just weird. He, yeah, yeah, no, I mean it, it's been a pretty airtight search for especially all of the the ways this coaching staff. I mean, we didn't hear anything about really Mike Devlin before we already kind of assumed it was done. We don't right. hear anything really about Andy Bischoff until we assume that it's done. There wasn't, hey, they're interviewing this guy. Hey, it's this or that. It's hey, this guy has this job now. So. 
It's been pretty close to the vest. Doesn't mean you still can't hold out some hope that Tanner Angstrand can't still be an option, right? But it looks like Greg Roman, as we talked about, if you want to go back, if you go back to yesterday's show, you can kind of hear us go through the pros and cons of what Greg Roman would be. I mean, it does still kind of feel like Greg, no, man. But at the same time, there are still, you know, some some positives if that is what the move is going to be. I saw Stephen Hagwin talking about just, you know, hey, Lamar Jackson's air yards per attempt, how far he's throwing it down the field was higher every season under Greg Roman than it was in any season of Justin Herbert's career so far. So a more vertical passing game, you know, but it's just like, it's hard to fully put your trust in it, but you, you of course want to, you know, hey, you pick Jim Harbaugh, you let him run the show, and I'm still a firm believer in that. But we do have more to get into, including what Jim Harbaugh's had to say about Keenan Allen, makes it feel much more clear that he is in the team's plans in 2024 and beyond, and also talk about how much of a snub he got at the Pro Bowl, because that was just ridiculous. We're getting into that coming up right after this. I do want to tell you guys, though, that the biggest game is coming up, and that's why you need DoorDash right now more than ever, right? Order pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without the hassle of having to miss any football action, because that is the thing. If you're hosting a party and you have the buns, but no burgers or vice versa, if you have the chips, but not enough dips, if your dip runs out, in the middle of the game, I've been to it. I've seen parties where that's happened, right? The dip runs out very, very early on. Unacceptable. The great news is DoorDash, you can get not only your favorite restaurants in the top local places around you, but you can also get groceries right to your door. So when the biggest game comes calling, you want to make sure you're prepared. Have DoorDash on speed dial. Have that app ready to go because you may need it, and it might just be there to save the day. And you can even save some money because you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. Don't forget, use code LOCKED23 for the biggest game of the year to get 50% off up to a $10 value with your first order when you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more, subject to change, terms apply. I also want to tell you guys about eBay Motors. It's the only place you should be going for any of your motor needs because passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts that you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers all right david let's get into the rest of these chargers buy yourselves getting into the biggest storylines and overreactions and there's so many things flying around and make sure also that you're here tomorrow, the everydayers, because it's a big one. General Manager Joe Hortiz from the Ravens, of course, is going to be having his first public. He said press from the conference. Ravens, of course. <laughs> I mean, everyone's from the Ravens, or they're from Michigan. And then there's one Andy Bischoff from the Giants, who the also was with the, the Ravens. Ravens. Right. I mean, really, it's only Marcus <laughs> Brady that has no affiliation. That's it, literally. at this point. But I do want to talk about Keenan Allen, especially with all of the kind of buzz when Jim Harbaugh was first brought in. Right. It's like, hey, if you don't get that text. You may not be on the team in 2024, but I do want to tell you guys first to make sure you guys are checking out the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel, Locked On Sports Today, giving you the coverage of every sport, the only way that Locked On local experts can give you. So make sure you guys go subscribe to that for the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. 
David, we've made a lot about Jim Harbaugh's first comments, but where we're starting right now is the buy or sell, especially with Keenan now getting asked a bunch of questions at the Pro Bowl about if he's going to be in Los Angeles and his, you know, saying that he wants to stay with the Chargers, of course. After hearing Jim Harbaugh talk about him, it is clear that Keenan Allen will be on the Chargers in 2024. Yeah, I'm buying that one. I, I think I think it's very clear that Jim Harbaugh recognizes Keenan Allen's talent, recognizes his availability, what he's meant to this organization, and the fact that he's still incredibly wildly productive. I mean, he still gets open at an extremely high rate, yeah. still very, very reliable on third downs. I mean, just came off of a 1,200-yard season and probably would have blew that way out of the water had he not had that heel injury that kind of hindered him and kind of really ended his season. Missed four games, yeah. Yeah, missed for the last four games of the season. And and, and he they did say that, it, you know, if the Chargers weren't in the hunt, that he probably could have played. But, you know, there was really no point at that point in time. But Keenan Allen definitely should stay. It seems like Jim Harbaugh is on that same wavelength. And I think the best way to accomplish that is to – definitely do an extension, you know, kind of manipulate that cap hit a little bit, push, uh, you know, push it down and allow him to finish his career where it started, where it should be. And that is Keenan Allen wearing lightning bolts only for the remainder of his NFL career. Yeah, I'm buying it. And I think the the biggest part of what you said there is just the dude's still playing at an extremely high level, right? Yes. It's not just, hey, okay, he, he's a charger and you have right. to it's make him retire a, a charger. It's based on merit, right? It's based right. on him being easily the charger's biggest weapon and how much they struggle without him, even though the timelines kind of, you know, coincided with also Justin Herbert being out. So it's kind of hard to tell. But at the same time, like, it is a guy who's 32 years old. It's a guy that's missed 11 games over the past two seasons. So I understand where there would be some conversation around this, but also he set the franchise record for receptions in 13 games last year. So he's playing at such a high level. I don't understand how you could not bring him back, especially when you have someone like Mike Williams, who really hasn't been mentioned at all by Jim Harbaugh as the much more likely cut candidate. But Keenan Allen also was in the Pro Bowl and absolutely torched everything. Three receiving touchdowns, one passing touchdown because they asked in Mike Depp session, you can see on the Chargers social media, right? Hey, who's, who's got an arm? Who can throw? And he said, I low-key got a cannon. And he yeah. did. And he delivered on fourth down. It, AFC ended up losing. But even in a loss, David, buy or sell Keenan Allen still should have been the Pro Bowl MVP. I'm buying a 1,000%. Give me stock in that. Come on now. I don't care who won the game. Keenan Allen was dominant on that football field. Just like yeah. when they put pads on, nobody could cover him. He gets open. He catches the ball. He scores. And on that touchdown pass, the one thing that kind of got forgotten about is he juked somebody out first and then yeah. threw a dime to the back corner of the left Good side point. of the end zone, which was beautiful. I mean, it just he shows somebody. you he's still incredibly athletic, even at his age. He definitely should have been MVP, and I don't care what anybody says about it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I'm pretty sure it went to Baker Mayfield, who had two passing touchdowns, where Keenan Allen had half of that and another three receiving touchdowns. So I think, yeah, usually you give it to someone on the winning team. I mean, CeeDee Lamb had three receiving touchdowns. You would have thought it went to him, but it went to Baker with his two measly two touchdowns when Keenan Allen accounted for four. But the buy or sell also we get to is just, hey, every Charger season, season should have at least one Keenan Allen pass in it. I mean, how could you not? You saw yeah. what happened this past season where he was able to have that beautiful double pass touchdown to Mike Williams. Yeah, and 49 yards. those are such exciting plays. Whenever you cook it up and it works out and it turns into a points, especially turning into a touchdown, it's just such a fun play. And I think it's definitely something that should be a part of the offense at least one time in every single season. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is one for four career and lower than I thought it would be. He has also taken a sack too, but passer rating of 117.1 though. You know what I mean? I think it also, you know, it gives you the nostalgia of the LT days where he was always oh, yeah. throwing the football, right? And that was always the most yeah, fun. Yeah, LT could do it all, out there. Yeah. yeah. He was great. And I mean, he also, Keenan Allen does have the two-point conversion, Philly special, a couple years ago in that big Bengals game. Put the, the Chargers beat down on the Bengals. Yep. Yeah, that was great. Well, let's, let's end it with this, David, a quick buy or sell here, because we did talk about, you know, him mentioning Keenan Allen. But at this point, he's mentioned basically everyone, right? Like all of the Chargers big players have been mentioned, including Austin Eckler, including Joey Bosa, including Khalil Mack, right? Where it's like, how does that all make sense? So the buyer sells this. If Jim Harbaugh has talked about a player, they will be in L.A. in 2024, no matter what, buy or sell. <laughs> no, I'm selling that. I mean, this is Jim Harbaugh talking about all the players that are currently still under contract for the Chargers. I'm not reading too much into it. I think the guys I mean, that Austin Eckler, though, would break that, right? Right, right, yeah. Austin Eckler's not under contract, and he has brought him up. Right, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm selling it. Yeah, because they also br brought up Trey Pipkins, which, I mean, say what you want about that. I mean, he'll be on the team, though, just for cap purposes, right? Right, and right. he also said you just saw him at the airport, so I think that was just right. chance. Right, but, yeah. you know, when you're talking about, you know, Justin Herbert and Derwin James and, and Keenan Allen, I do think those guys obviously mean something. But outside of that, I'm not reading too much into it. Yeah, I mean, it, but he also hasn't talked about Mike Williams. So if we're going to put it in soccer, Fair. that, you know, it's Fair. like, hey, you kind of got to balance both out. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think it necessarily means you are on the team if he's brought you up. He's bringing up, obviously, all of the big names that played yeah. for the Chargers last year. So I don't think there's any surprise there. But did they all get text messages? That's what we don't know. Because that's <laughs> according to Tony Pauline once upon a time, who is still safe on this roster. But, hey. No chance that all of Bosa and Quilmack and Keenan Allen and Austin are on the team in 2024. Yeah, I just don't happen. see it happening. Not if you want to go get Saquon Barkley. It's not. But that is going to wrap things up for today's show. Make sure you guys are back here tomorrow because it is a big one. General Manager Joe Hortiz with his first public press conference. And I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Super excited about that hire. So make sure you're with us tomorrow by subscribing and following for free on the Lockdown Chargers YouTube channel and listening wherever you get your podcast from. You don't have to only do one or the other. You can do both. You can like this video. You can share all the posts. We appreciate all the everydayers as always. You can also find the show every day on our social media. You can find me at Dan Talk Sports and David Drogmeyer at DrotalkSD on Twitter as well as the show's page at LockdownLAC. You can also hit us up on Instagram at Lockdown Chargers and our Lockdown Chargers Facebook page. And you can also, if you want to get your voice on the show, call into 323-524-7924 to get your 30-second Chargers questions in. Should have that. Also working on a big, should have a Chargers mailbag later in the week. Also working on a big interview for later in the week. So make sure you guys stay tuned and subscribe everywhere you need to to make sure you don't miss it. But we'll be back here tomorrow breaking down Joe Hortiz's first general manager press conference as a Charger. But until then, take it easy and go Bolts.